Degrees NYC. They haven't cut us out yet. We're still here. We're still, we're still banging. Alap Vora here with Audrey Janes, Ben Goldstein. Hey. Hi. How's, uh, how's the week? How's the week so far? Good week? It's good Bad week. week. I had a great week. Good week? I feel like. Great week? I, I personally feel like I had a great week. Ben, to have a great week, you gotta have a fucking great week. You can't just say I had a great week because. All right, I had a good week. He took it. <laughs> no, he had a great week. Because my birthday okay. celebration. Audrey's okay. Audrey, your birthday is not technically until next week. I know, week. but we celebrated <laughs> it. But we did celebrate it. We celebrated it yesterday, and it's, so, it, we were as a disaster. A disaster. It was a disaster this morning because last night was oh, so right, good. You're right, you're right. And now we're all you know, a little. But guess what? Six degrees NYC. We'll come to you hungover all day. And that's why we're here. That's uh, why we're here. We this a, is this is exactly why we're here. <laughs> yeah. Um, we had a good. We had a. As always, we have another great pod today. Very special guest coming in soon. Um, but before we do that, let's do the word. The word. Thank you for that. The word is. <laughs> so each week on the word, we try to stump our co-hosts with a word that you may or may not find in the dictionary. And today's word is. <clears throat> it's trimeth. Trimethylaminuria. Sounds like an Indian last name. What does it say again? Trimethylaminuria. Sounds. Laminuria? <laughs> yeah. Trimethylaminuria. Yeah. Trimethylaminuria. Scholars maintain that. Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> I can give you a hint. You, I feel like you've said scholars maintain that you have no idea many times. <laughs> you know where that's from? <laughs> yeah. That's from, it's from, uh, uh, what's old school? No, from uh, Anchorman. Oh, it's from Anchorman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> San Diego, <laughs> I believe it means whale Rails, penis. Whale's vagina. Scholars maintain. No, that's not right. It's uh, Saint Diego. No, that's not it. That can't be uh, it. That can't be it. <laughs> uh, all right, so trimethyl, not going to be working here. Trimethylaminuria. <clears throat> trimethylaminuria is, is, is methamphetamine. No. Blue, oh, come on. It's Can blue. I give, no. So Crystal blue persuasion. What? Crystal you know that scene? In, oh. Can I give you a hint? Yes. Crystal you guys blue. are way off. I haven't guessed yet. Oh. Uh, give me a clue, though. It's medical related. Me- like, it's health related. Um. Yeah, I'm done. I tap okay. out. I'm not going to. Uh, oh, wait. I have one more guess. You can have my guess. I have one more guess. <laughs> Um, try, say one more time. One. Trimethylaminuria. Okay, I'm done. Okay. <laughs> so this is a disease also known as fish odor syndrome. It's a disorder that causes the sufferer to have um, their breath, sweat, and urine smell like fish. Huh? And it's, fr- it's, it's caused by the body's inability to break down specific fish-odored compounds in food. So that makes sense, because trimethyl just means three methyl groups, and urea in laminuria is going to imply urine. So, um, I'm sorry, urea in laminuria is urine? Uh-huh. Okay, uh, so we're gonna take a science. Uria in Laminuria break real quick. <laughs> Mom, I have to go to the. I have a. <laughs> who is that? Wait, who chimed in in the word and told us what it was? Because I had no idea. I thought it was crystal meth. <laughs> yeah. Which I think everything is crystal meth. So. Well, like always, the the guest for today knows the word because Audrey always picks a word that has to do with our guests. Yeah, You say true. the words are tailored to our guests. Yes. I'd say that's true. Right. And today's guest is, is, uh, is, is very special, Audrey. She's so special. So today's guest needs no introduction because she's not a real person. Um, but she is a dear friend of both mine and Alops from childhood. We're here with Mackenzie Fitzgerald. Uh, that's an alias that we're using to protect her and her... Uh, Sorry, I can't do this. No, oh, you can. Yeah. I can do this. Okay, so it's an alias we're using to protect provider and institution confidentiality. That's because our guest is a doctor. She is. Mackenzie is a doctor. She's um, also an assistant professor of infectious disease at a very prestigious New York City hospital. Is there also student confidentiality between professors? I just want to know, like, is there professor-student confidentiality? I don't, I mean, there's so many, Yes. The wow. short answer is yes. Well, either way, <laughs> is, is it okay if we call you M, short for Mackenzie? Is that okay? Sure. Well, M, thank you so much for, for joining us. We appreciate it. Welcome. Welcome to the pod. 
We have Thank been you. we've been writing to your people for months to try to get you. <laughs> it's been a disaster to try to get her on the books. It's been really tough. And uh, that's right, that's we're, we're fortunate to have you here today. Um, but before we do anything else, yeah, uh, I mean we're excited to have you here. We love you, but let's let's keep it one hundred. Yeah. What did you get us? Yeah. What what what'd you what did what'd you get us? Get us? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so in addition to the beautiful pictures of. Oh, so Audrey good. and Alap as so good. awkward tweens, yeah. including myself. Yeah. I also brought you guys very exciting chapsticks Ooh. that convey an important message. Two of them, actually, I recommend the white ones because the blue ones actually stain your lips blue. Um, but What's an the important message? message of preventing HIV. Oh, wow. Which wow. is very... <laughs> Pertinence of what awesome. I do every day. Thank so you so much. Pick one. Great. They're all new. Is it like a fortune cookie type thing? I mean, not really, but can but you, basically, can you read it a lot. What does it say there? We Don't. can help twenty four seven. Is there a hotline number? No, it's a hotline number. Okay. One is I think the blue ones are for post exposure prophylaxis, and the white ones are for pre exposure prophylaxis, which are two different medication options to prevent HIV. Well, wow. thank you, Emma. That is very. I thought when you when you walked in here with five chapsticks, I thought your message was going to be shoplifting from Sephora is easy. <laughs> like what the like what what is this? Like I like like cleared a counter. This is great. Thank you. Shout gonna, out to Sephora. Yeah, shout out to Sephora. I'm gonna I'm gonna thank take you. one and the way you passed it, I'm gonna get the last choice of this <laughs> HIV preventing chapstick. See, the blue one smells like blueberry though. It does, yeah, and which is deceivingly delightful. So wait, I'm yeah. sorry, what's the difference between these two real quick? Uh, one's blue and one's uh, white. I only, have, <laughs> I only have three blue ones. That's why, did you guys? Uh, I chose a blue one because I like the blueberry oh, scent. on the top, on the top. Gotcha, I'm taking the blue too. All right, well, either way. And also one is pre-exposure. And one is post-exposure. And so one is post-exposure. You take every day, I mean, on the chapstick itself, let's not confuse any anybody the chapstick itself is not going to prevent AIDS. hiv right got it but Damn, the oops. number that you can call on the chapstick <laughs> can give you hook you up with a provider oh, okay, who provider. can give you medication to either prevent hiv by a daily pill before you're exposed or after if you think you're exposed you can take medication to prevent because that that was very misleading we, we have 18 single men calling in right now asking <laughs> us for this they're like oh, yo, 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 let, me let me get that let me get that let me get that let me get that. <laughs> the white one also is glow in the dark, but Ooh. I haven't tested Will it. Will your lips glow you in the dark? You should have told that before we passed it around and, <laughs> and I opted for the blue no, one. No, no, just not the, not the lip glow, uh, not the chapstick, the, the tube. Oh, in case you need what to. An interesting choice of um, <laughs> message, I didn't design message. it. I didn't yeah, design like, it. Yeah, like who designed this? I didn't design it. This is by far the most unique gift we've gotten <laughs> it, it up until now. It truly is. So the bar is set high. Em, thank you again for the gift. We appreciate it. Thank you it. for setting the bar even higher. But I, I love it as like a thing that people have in their pocket that they mm-hmm. just like look at and they, I don't know, I, I feel like, I, l- let me ask you a quick question before we get into the things that we were meant to. There were a lot of social messages about HIV and AIDS like maybe 20 years ago mm-hmm. and there don't seem to be any these days. That's true. That is true. That I like see. it's talked about less. Talked about. Nowadays. So- which I, I think in certain circles it is. I think that it sort of in other circles is talked about more. I kind of think it varies dramatically. I think the fact that people have relatively normal life expectancy, so you can live to be the same age as somebody without HIV, has sort of made it less of a scary disease, scary thing. And so that's kind of taken it out of mainstream messaging. But But I do think that there are many communities that are still very affected by it. So, kind of depends. Very interesting. Out. Doesn't she sound smart when she talks? <laughs> yeah, Audrey, she is. <laughs> I feel like I don't sound smart when you I do. talk. But really? being such. <laughs> you do. So, that leads us into our first question, Mackenzie. You are an assistant professor of infectious disease. What does that mean? What do you do exactly? Good question. What do I do? Well, I work in the hospital taking care of patients who are admitted to the hospital, often with HIV, but with other infectious diseases. So it could be pneumonia, it could be diarrhea, it could be a bad diabetic foot infection, it could be something more exotic like 
maybe they have Ebola or maybe they have something else that's scarier in the news. I also have my own patients that I see in clinic and that's a combination of sort of STDs or HIV or sort of prevention, regular primary care, hepatitis C, anything, really anything that's infection related, which can affect everybody, which is what I like about it. Um, So it's a combination of that. I also work with students, have some sort of, not some sort of, but some teaching responsibilities, which I like, and then um, also research. That's so. dope. Wow. That's a, that's <laughs> a like, lot. That's a lot. <laughs> so I've always been curious what a, a double-sided resume looks like. And I, 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 think, I think now I know. Because I'm always trying to add shit to mine. And it's like, I can't, I can't get to the second page. I always you just got to make it like 6.5. You don't think I tried? <laughs> 20 point, <laughs> 20 fonts. That's how I got through most of school. Double space. M did a lot of my homework. I in, did, in, didn't I? In, in middle school, it was, it was, it was, extremely helpful what she didn't tell me was that making the font larger <laughs> on your own assignments doesn't help i didn't know that so well either way <laughs> uh, either way either way <laughs> what's the most badass nyc doctor experience you've ever had most badass oh god <clears throat> when you think about being a doctor as a kid you always want to be the guy on the plane to be like no it's okay i'm a doctor and then you <laughs> save the day when's the last time that you had to do that that's a great question that's what we do six degrees nyc <laughs> only only top level questions <laughs> So like public, public displays of doctordom, of, of degree, doctordom, yeah. 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 Of degree. are usually really not like medically complicated. So it's usually like somebody didn't eat breakfast and they like piss out or like vomit or whatever on, on the train. I've definitely had to respond to a lot of those. Wow. And like, I think the biggest thing is like crowd control, getting like a lot of people will like stand around the person and like yell at them yeah. or like try and slap them or like right, do right, like right. shit you're not supposed to right. do. So kind of like preventing that and then like getting them off the train so that they can actually get medical care is probably the biggest thing. Would you say don't slap someone who feels I, sick? I would, say, I would say that's a really good number one rule is okay. don't slap someone who yeah. feels sick. So one of my friends who I who I trained with was called as the doctor on a flight and I think he like taken a sleeping pill. It was like post call and was like super groggy and all these people kind of came up and I think it was a dentist who was like the person who was taking charge for various whatever reason, unclear reasons. And this person, the the person flying was having a heart attack and the dentist who was like taking the lead and pushing everyone else out of the way just kept slapping the guy oh, wow. across across the face and my friend was like what the fuck like, yeah. what are you doing one your dentist like no no offense to yeah. the dental no the art of yeah. dentistry but like <laughs> Don't know how to treat a heart attack, but two, like, come on, like the guy's having a heart attack, and you're essentially we just, just we just him. we just lost our NYU dental crowd. <laughs> um, but it's okay. No, it's cool. Hey, yeah, well, anything for you. Um, they'll um, come back. They'll come back in six to eight months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. Would, what would you have done? Would you have stepped in and been like, listen, why don't you go fill a cavity? I got this. What would you have done? What would you have done in that situation? So it depends how how critical it is. I think if like there's somebody else who feels like making a big show of themselves, right, right, a big right, show right. of the situation, I think like my first my first response in any situation is to kind of step step back and assess and if I'm like absolutely needed and it's critical, right, I'll right, jump right. in and I'll like right. get whoever is not needed out of the way right. and do what needs to be done. If it's a less critical situation and I don't know. I, I like my first thing is to kind of like take a moment and like Evaluate. assess everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Makes sense. So level headed. So level headed. She really <laughs> is. I am so proud of you, Em. I you've, love you. You just like, you've totally made us so proud Aww, to, be, I love to, you guys. to be in in your circle. I can, I mean, I've gone to Mackenzie for a lot of medical issues, and I know that your friends, I have a couple of specific friends in mind, but. You get it a lot, right? Like people come to you for advice a lot. Does that stress you out at all? It doesn't, I honestly like it. Part of the reason I wanted to be a doctor was to have, I think I like drunkenly told you 
you this a lot, but yeah. <laughs> to like have a tangible skill set that's useful to people yeah, I love. I remember like, that. They, they didn't like talk about I, that. that's really one of the major driving factors of going into this field, like having, being able to do something in the world that's useful, not just sort of in an esoteric way, but mm-hmm. like to people I really care about. So, so in that sense, it doesn't. I think the responsibility of people really listening to what you have to say can be scary sometimes and especially if it's people you really care about and yeah. so sort of weighing that responsibility especially if there's not like a perfect answer for, for yeah. a question can be hard but you can always just slap them I could I could always just slap That's them I could slap them I love how you preface it by saying <laughs> oh if I told you this when uh when you were when we were drunk, like <laughs> like you gave me some groundbreaking information, like oh we were twisted. And I remember telling you, like, I told you that. I told you about my hopes my and dreams. My deepest secrets. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Good. I haven't gone to McKenzie for medical stuff yet, but I may in the future. But I'm always worried about a slip up. Like oh, like if let, let's say I go to her for something, and then next week Audrey's like, oh, you know, I'm not really feeling well. Something's on my stomach. I don't want. I don't want. M to randomly be like, no, it's okay. I lap shat himself last week too. <laughs> totally normal. Like, I don't want to give her private shit that no, might see, slip up. The like the rabbi on Seinfeld. She is a trained... It's <laughs> a great episode. <laughs> rabbi great episode. Yeah. Yeah. So Elaine, I hear you're jealous of George for getting married. Yeah. That's, that's, what, that's what I'm worried about. We'll see. It's okay. So, Lop has the shits all the time. No, no, no. Mackenzie's been trained in medical ethics, I'm sure, in med school. And she knows about... And she really respects client confidentiality. So you won't have that problem. I think actually like you'd probably have to worry about that less with me than anybody else. Like I have patients and I treat both partners in a couple and like maintaining their confidentiality wow. even though between they're between the two of them yeah yeah that sounds like and it's it's not a situation i like seek out but like it happens, it happens. sometimes I'd be, I'd do you talk really to both of them at once no separate okay six degrees nyc got a very special guest on uh mackenzie <laughs> fitzgerald <laughs> the aka's um thanks again for joining us so we, we we've got a lot of things that we want to talk about especially because infectious disease is something that everybody at some point knows about, either learns a little bit about, hears about, reads about, whatever, but. Or experiences. Or even experiences, obviously. We've right? all had an infectious disease. Yeah, everybody. I mean, everybody. all of us. I mean, yeah. I have asthma, I get it. What? Asthma's not an infectious know, disease, I know. right? It's a joke. Right, Mackenzie? It's a, it isn't, right? It's a, it's a joke, Audrey. I knew that. <laughs> I just wanted to sound smart. I, I just wanted, I want you to know that I caught asthma from a lot. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's a very oh God, interesting you hear? He's link, though. Such a oh, slut. Here we go. You give so, everyone asthma. This is going to stress break. me out. I'm going to have a lot of questions. Sorry. My son has asthma. So do no, we, just, we, just tell us. Just tell us. It's like the hyper this is not the actual name of it but the kind of like hyper sterilization theory that it's if the, we clean ourselves so much and we're so scared of germs that we're not exposed to certain sort of infections that our immune system needs to respond to so instead of kind of turning towards that immune response because we don't have that stimulation to have that immune response we instead have this immune system that kind of is like I don't know what to do and turns towards allergy hmm. and then you get things like asthma or eczema do we shower like too much do we do we wash too much shower the 99% bacterial so yeah. that being said we're like kind of towards the end but still in a bad flu season so I'm not going to tell you not to wash your hands definitely wash your hands a lot but I think in general are like hyper people's hyper vigilance or real fear of like all germs always like germaphobes. Is, can sometimes be too much. Right, yeah. right. So you say germaphobe. Okay, no. I choose to live in were. filth to up my. <laughs> I need to up my response, my <laughs> immune response. I'm so gonna, should I stop bathing, Jackson? <laughs> yeah. Does that help? I'm gonna skip showers. <laughs> it's okay. It's I'll, all. It's all about moderation. I'm gonna tell my wife. No, it's okay. Today's Wednesday. So it was okay. It's good. It's good for my tolerance. Mackenzie. Mackenzie. Damn it! <laughs> Every fucking time. You're you know really what? Are we gonna be able this. to do this? I'll just beep it. Okay. All right. Just go beep. I'm, only I'm gonna yell beep really loud over it. <laughs> I'm just creating more work for Ben. Not like he doesn't have anything else to do for the post-production shit, right? Just give him a couple more things to do. Yeah. Keep the kid busy. Oh God. Oh Ben. Poor Ben. ben. Uh, I'm like scared to see other names. M. 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 
Ah, can I put a, I'm gonna put an M I right there. Shock you. Yeah. <laughs> Slap you. <laughs> Slap you. Sorry. <laughs> or hug you. Aww. Aww. Top five huggers all you time, might, baby. You, already you know. might know this about a lot, but he is a competitive hugger. Yeah, you guys already know. I'm a top five hugger. He, he really is. Got a great wingspan. Got a big heart. That's all you really need, baby. What would that look like? A, like a competent hugging. Competition? Well, so it's funny. Our, I feel like it would be disturbing, actually. There's <laughs> actually a very funny clip that uh, uh, shot to Edson Elcock, our, one of our oh, other Edson. great great friends. He sent me a clip uh, of, uh, I guess, a uh, what about the Guinness Book of World Records of the most hugs that you can have in, in a period of time. I guess there's like a two minute frame or whatever. But it's in <laughs> India, and it's like this school teacher looking guy, and then like. Like 300 kids just like going in line. He's like hugging all. It's such an awkward clip of a dude sweaty as hell hugging all these kids and just moving on. Hug, hug, hug. And they're like, he's standing at one spot and they're all just going in like a line. So it's like they're counting this other guy counting. I'm going to take a a bold stance here and say that it's quality over quantity. (laughs) I agree. I don't want to be in this book. One hug that lasts for the amount of 300 hugs is better than 300 hugs. I don't want to be in the Guinness book. I want to be on ESPN, 30 for 30. <laughs> I want a 30 for 30 documentary done about my hugging abilities. That We'll get to that later. So, Mackenzie, what's the weirdest medical call you've ever gotten? Ooh, that's a good question. I mean, there's definitely a lot of them, but I think it was somebody calling probably around 3 a.m., needing to know if they needed to take medication, if they were at risk of getting HIV or another STD or something. And the story was that the... Um, we're having sex with our partner, protected, but somehow during the middle of this, a dog came in. I don't know. I think it was the partner's dog and what? bit their leg, but it like didn't deter whatever was going on. And then, I'm guessing a small dog. I mean, presumably, I didn't ask. I didn't ask the size of the dog. I'm just saying, if it doesn't deter you, <laughs> at some point you're like, well, it depends. Maybe Depend. maybe they were just really into what was happening. Yeah, maybe what was going on was really amazing. Okay. Maybe it was I just a really say, huge dog, yeah. but it was a really great really, hookup. Right. I don't know. I feel like that might be like, I don't, what do you call that? I know what you're talking about. Exponential, yeah. where <laughs> the size of the dog depends on the amount of pleasure. And it's just completely increasing, like all the way up. It has to be. The bigger the dog, the better that must have yeah. been. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So it's important, I think. Having the dog. Well, actually, it's not. They're relevant positively to that. correlated. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah, you guys ask the weird questions. Like, you're like, I just want to know what you were getting into. Yeah. I'm just kind of curious. Was the dog like, really just biting your leg? <laughs> and by dog, is this really a dog or quotation? Dog? Right. Yeah. No. So yeah. So there's a dog bite involved, and then whether that break in skin and where sexual fluids went after created a risk or Ow. not. Yeah. That's so that was probably the weirdest. Weird. That was weird. You think you, okay, so, you know what's funny? One of, one of the things that we wanted to ask you is, do, do you know when you're being lied to? And in that situation, do you think, do you, do you think people are doing weird shit and they're like lying to you? Like, nah, what happened was, oh, quote unquote dog bite, right? So that's a great question. I was like, this is, in my head, I'm like, this right. is fucking crazy. Yeah, this is right. bullshit. Maybe right. like right. 0.001% chance this is legit what happened and this is just right. crazy. Right. But like probably it was something else and they're just worried. But honestly, if you're worried enough to make up such a cockamamie story, then it's like maybe there was some real risk that you're not not willing to, right. to convey to me. But yes, I, I just generally think that I have a good bullshit radar. Okay. Like, not perfect, but pretty good. And how do you react if someone does lie to you? Because it's, it's a waste of time. Because if you do find out someone's lying to you, and then you finally get to the, the, the actual truth, you're like, God damn, you just wasted two <laughs> sessions. Like, you couldn't just tell me that you were standing on a ladder doing weird shit and I'm not even going to talk about this. Well, like, I know. So, a lot. Where is this coming? Is this a personal story? Wait, so. Is this a confession? No, it's not. It's, it's, he's got, he knows a guy. Don't get any ideas. Let's okay. just say uh, I, my significant other likes when I store things away on the ladder. <laughs> and sometimes I just stay up there. You know what I mean? Yep. Shit just got weird. It just got weird. <laughs> shit just got weird. Six degrees OIC. I mean, are you a hypochondriac? Do you, because there's this medical school, it's called Medical Students Disease. Mm-hmm. Apparently, have you heard of this? You're oh. looking at me like you. 
No, I mean, I don't know if I know exactly what you're saying, but it's like literally as you learn about diseases in textbooks, you think you have them. Yeah. Right, right, yeah right, is right. that what you're... Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I'm talking that's about. It. Is that... So as a so the funny thing is so med students are like totally immersed in textbooks and lectures and like literally I think I'd go to lectures like eight eight nine hours a day and then you're like literally like six seven eight hours of physical lecture and then you're studying and reading for another four or five hours that's like an insane amount of time yeah right and so you're learning about all these diseases but you're not having any life human patient etc experience. And so you're like high stress, low sleep anyway, learning about all this crap. And it's totally, you learn especially about these like diseases that have these kind of what's called protean manifestations, meaning that like they can mimic anything. So Mm -hmm. like multiple sclerosis, Mm -hmm. like, like cancer, like things that you're like, oh fuck, like I have this tingling in my, the tip of my right pinky. It means that I'm going to be paralyzed within a year. (laughs) So, so yes, I think most med students go through that because you're learning about it. And then like the mind body connection, you kind of convince yourself you have these symptoms. I can't even imagine. I'm sorry. No, good. And and I think that happens to people too. Like if I go to WebMD, start looking things up. We're going to say the same things. Oh my God. You interrupted me. I interrupted you. We should totally do a podcast together. All I know <laughs> is that when I go on WebMD, like everything is, uh, that's me. No, it's me. Oh yeah, everything it's is a lot. No, I have more things than you. Me too, guys. But WebMD tells you like it's, <laughs> the list includes like your differential diagnosis, which is like what internists, that's like an adult internal medicine doctor pride themselves on. The WebMD differential is like common cold versus like, <laughs> ALS versus yeah. cancer and it's yeah. like that's a fucking crazy differential right, right, right. If, you had, if you had one bit of advice to give the average WebMD searcher who right. had like something wrong and they freaking out what would you tell them great question <laughs> get a good primary care doctor and get the fuck off of WebMD <laughs> shout to WebMD I think we've got our title. Yeah, I was going to say Get that. Get the fuck off WebMD. Get the fuck off Asterix, WebMD. Asterix, please I spend a lot of time on WebMD. I spend a lot of time Googling. Um, my biggest fear, I think, is like every time Jackson has a cold, I'm like, or every time he has a headache, I'm like, is it meningitis? That's what I always go meningitis to. Meningitis is terrifying. Yeah, yeah. Especially for a kid because yeah. it's like... I'm always Googling that. So, so for, for the listeners at home, the, the millions of you across the world, uh, <laughs> Jackson's Audrey's six-year-old son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And M also, you have, you have a daughter too. Yes. As a doctor, you have a daughter. Do you automatically go to the worst case scenario when you, when something's wrong with her? That's a, that's a really good question. So I, I think I oscillate between like minimizing real symptoms which is like not a good thing versus like in the back of my mind I have the biggest fear which is cancer or like I think you think about these I do I completely I completely think about these things and wow I know totally and and things like meningitis and stuff like the infection stuff because that's my field I feel more confident in in knowing that but if she says she has a tummy ache or I don't know her poop is different or like something oh, yeah. even gross like moms are like, obsessed with poop. I know moms are obsessed with poop it's like all we it's like 90% of what we think I'm like about. did you flush no Jackson doesn't even flush anymore he just leaves it so I can I'm like please leave it. it so I can see it no he does he's like it's still well, there it's like what I do like, for Jackson, my patients every morning Jackson when's the last time you poop did you poop was it yeah, every. That's, I, I, I do that for Prachi just to surprise her. Really? <laughs> shout to Prachi. Shout, shout to my wife, who's. Oh, I, the best. I, I want her to have a disgruntled morning sometimes. <laughs> leave. I, I call it a float. I leave a float. You know what? We're gonna call Prachi right now <laughs> yeah. and find out about your health. Come, coming in on coming in on the on the hotline right now. Um, <laughs> um, so, uh, okay. So, what do you think? If you could say one disease that would be the scariest disease ever, what would it be? Okay. There's so many of them, but I hate this. Can I say two? No. Yeah. Okay. So we're gonna, we're gonna make an allowance here. Six degrees NYC. You get to use your free credit right now. You get to give us two answers. You Go can phone the audience if you want, or whatever. Phone, phone a, friend. a friend. Yeah. So one is it's a stroke in a very particular I hate place this I called the basilar artery, oh. which causes 
something called. I think I'm having one of those right now. <laughs> I'm totally having one. <laughs> What's called happening? Why are we all stroking? Locked in syndrome. Oh, Jesus. No, I've heard of this. I've heard of this. It's called locked in? Yeah, we are. We are. Because you're literally locked in. So you can understand everything, but you can't express yourself. You can't move. Literally, all you can do is like move your eyes. <gasps> and so you're basically like. That's is this ter- that movie? Is this that movie? Oh, there's a, a movie. Yeah, there's a, a movie about it. It's, it? Yeah. Four, it's a foreign movie. It's an amazing movie. What's the movie called? Uh, My dad made me watch it, and it I was, was like, good. He wrote a whole book by like blinking his eyes. Fucking terrifying. Yes, yes, butterfly yes. something. Right? Yes. We're gonna post in the title later because we can't. Think <laughs> I of it. will never watch it. That so movie. that's terrifying because that diving idea, bell and the butterfly. Butterfly. Yes. No. No. Diving bell and the butterfly. So that person has locked in syndrome. So it's a stroke in a particular area that just the way it is. The cranial nerves that are the nerves that innervate the muscles of the eyes are intact, but everything else is not. Can I just say, like, as an up as an upwardly optimistic note, I did not Google that title. I just remembered it, and I just feel really proud of that. I right think now. you proud should you. feel really good about that. Yeah, anyway, let's keep going. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> Thank you. Sound, sound effect here. <laughs> I'm gonna add it in. Yeah. Um, and then probably. What the lay like lay people know is like med cow disease. Oh yeah, but like prion disease, which are proteins. Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's prion disease. There's lots of it's is that still Jacob or whatever. Can I ask you a question about yes. that? That was sort of like weirdly big in the '90s. Like Boston Legal had uh, William Shatner play somebody who had that disease. Is that something that like? It seemed like a fad, but maybe it's not a fad. Well, it wasn't a fad. It was that there was actually tainted beef in That's the right, UK. I and so oh, like Ireland beef. or something? Or no? Um, I think UK. I remember here. Okay. UK, right. yeah. Um, and so there was kind of an outbreak of it, but there is sort of not like iatrogen. Not, not iatrogen. That's the wrong term. But like spontaneous or sporadic it's called CJD or Kutzfeld Jakob. I'm like really bad at pronunciation yeah. of crazy stuff, but um, it sounds German. But <laughs> maybe it isn't. Um, of that type of disease where it can happen just spontaneously where like your protein, you don't even protein, know, you don't even know, you don't eat anything. There's no exposure that your proteins start folding abnormally. So it goes like we have DNA and then from DNA it goes to RNA and from RNA it goes to protein and then the proteins need to fold into their shape and then the shape determines what they do. So that's sort of like the general kind of way things work in our bodies in every huh. single way. Um, and if the proteins fold abnormally, then they fuck things up. That's kind of like the general theme. And if they do that in the brain or the nervous tissue, then you get things like mad cow disease. And it was called mad cow because they're, um, it was in the beef supply in yeah. the UK. There's a link to like cows. Right, exactly. Yeah, they, yeah. But, but, it, can but it wouldn't happen. show up for like 40 years or something, right? Right. It can take decades to yeah. show up, and which is like what says That's so there. scary. That's scary. And there's no treatment. And you have no and, idea. And you it's have like, no idea. So I and think, then what happens to you? So basically you have like a, once it starts once it starts, you have a dementia. Like we think of Alzheimer's as like a mm-hmm. dementia, but it progresses really rapidly. So like, you start showing symptoms and you don't like, and then within a year, you're kind of like totally dysfunctional and probably within another year, you're dead. So oh, it's like wow. really rapid. No, you do not no, have that. No, I was talking about about my memory. I left my lights on again in the car and he had to jump me. You, no, oh that, my God, that, I that's have not that. that. No, you don't. No, you don't. Okay, six degrees of OSU, everything. <laughs> she has everything. Um, let's, <laughs> Thank God you didn't go to med school. <laughs> oh my God. Um, I'm so freaked out by by, by everything. You, so you're um, a hypochondriac. 100 per, well I don't know I'm not obsessed with like diseases or anything but I I wouldn't You're, say that no, I no. have a contract I, 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 Alana's yeah, a we do bit, have we have I, a friend. I who, love her. Shouts Alana, and I and it makes me up on my medical knowledge to be able to answer yeah, her questions. Yeah. Shouts Do you put her at ease? I hope she so. Think, I don't know. We have to ask her. We have to phone her in. What about you? Like, do you? Do you? I hope I put her at ease. Do you like? I do. Do you worry about Jackson the same way that you worry about yourself? Um. I mean, I think I have enough worries with Jackson that I'm preoccupied enough with his asthma and like food allergies and stuff that I don't always think about other diseases. Maybe if he were like a healthier kid, I wouldn't. I'd be more freaked out about like deadly diseases. Yeah, because I'm already my 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 mind space is taken up already with with him. Yeah. Yeah. Good question. Um, but what? So do you ever feel like house, like trying to like diagnose something and like on a whiteboard with your team and like coming up with like crazy diseases? Like different. So 
So interestingly enough, the one of the writers, like the medical writers for House, is this doctor at Yale, Lisa Sanders, and she writes in the New York Times Magazine. They have like every couple of weeks a mystery diagnosis section. Ooh. Mrs. Ann Jimmy has that. Do you follow her on Instagram? I don't. Oh, sorry. That's just an inside. No, but I should. I'm going to Emma that. would love that shit. I would I awesome. love that. And I showed it to love me. It. It's the most nasty. She can't watch it. A lot of people I, I know it. can't see it. I have it in my bag because that's like what you I was drinking on the train. Um, so what were you saying? Yeah, so Lisa's... Anyway, Lisa Sanders. Yeah. <laughs> no personal connection or anything. But she writes this mystery diagnosis thing and it's kind of in the vein of house where it's somebody who presents with whatever symptoms and like that is that is like totally my like sick pleasure of like trying to figure out mystery diagnoses and being like oh these symptoms blah 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 this fits to whatever like whatever like constellation of symptoms and mm-hmm. whatever like either common or rare disease like I love that um is it mostly doctors who write in um, no, it's like it's everybody. It's, it's anybody, every, it's everybody. Like it is, and then she tries, does that give you a leg up? And she it probably does. I mean, I've never written in, but I like oh. reading it and like trying to figure it out before I read the end. I like now at this point in my career, I usually get them, but like at when I was a med student, obviously I didn't. But like, yeah. but it's fun. It's I, I I think majority of what I see is not a mystery thing it's sort of common things which makes sense but but sometimes sometimes it is does end up being like house with kind of house has it house has its flaws like the fact that he's like addicted to painkillers and he's a total asshole and like Mm -hmm. his team does everything from like medical care to like neurosurgery is like very unrealistic Mm -hmm. but but the process of that of how they come to something is not so off base and so what's the rarest disease that you've ever diagnosed in someone? Oof. Um, <laughs> that's a good question. Probably probably like a metabolic disease like it, it doesn't a metabolic disease like like like, 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 like a like a diabetes? Gen- like no metabolic disease like diabetes like a metabolic like genetic disease like like a carnitine enzyme metabolizing I'm trying no, to say it in like layman's person terms deficiency <laughs> really six degrees NYC we, you don't need to go to the doctor to get a physical just tune in we'll give you one on the phone M Kenzie 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 will give you one on the phone no that time no that time blunder city so what is your what what doctor show do you think is the most accurate on TV? There's so many. There's so there's many. so many good ones. Historically, there's more too. So I mean, you can you can use any of those shows. I used to watch ER every Thursday. I would you know that was tw- twenty years ago. I liked Grey's Anatomy and House is definitely my favorite though. So what, hands down. What do you think? So in terms of like realistic. This is a totally cheat answer, but like the she's like <laughs> rescue nine one one. No, but like the Discovery Health True Channel. True okay, You can't like that, that, no, trauma okay. life in the year. All that all stuff right. obviously right. follows people and all that. Oh, those stuff. actually real though. That's like no, with actors, if, if, including acting. No, but but so but like exactly because that's a cheat answer. Oh. I um, I try and say between all them. I mean, scrubs in the sense, not of the medical stuff, but of the dynamic of people in training. Great answer. Is definitely on point um, in terms of how one approaches a really challenging case, but not every case, you'd go to house. Um, But I'd say of of all of them, I'd say, I mean, scrubs, not for its medical stuff, but for like the dynamics behind the scenes of medical people. Sure. Interesting. Interesting. That's a, okay. that's a I, great I love show. that answer. Sounds so Mackenzie. smart considering she's. I'm Ooh. sorry. Mackenzie sounds so smart considering she's um, downed an entire bottle of wine. I'm really <laughs> impressed. She, she could operate right now. She could. I'm about to break my foot just to, tr- just to see what happens. I trust her. Six degrees NYC. Rapid fire time. Pew, 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 pew. Pew, pew. Mackenzie, rapid fire is no joke. We will ask you certain questions 
and you're gonna have to answer as quickly as possible, less than a few words, and no thinking. So there's no like, um, I don't know, I like this place. And no, none of that. It's the first thing that comes to mind when we say it. So, are you ready? Maybe. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? I've had like 20 chocolates, so I hope I'm ready. <laughs> is surrounded in chocolate Mackenzie, 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 Mackenzie is surrounded by chocolate wrappers. <laughs> All right, and All right. we're ready to go. Stress eating. I know, it's fine. And rapid fire time. Favorite hidden gem in New York? Um, just Prospect Park. Prospect Park. Most nostalgic spot in New York? Promenade. Favorite bridge in New York? Carol Steep Bridge did a fucking project replica of that shit. Wow, good answer. Shut Favorite up. touristy spot or landmark? Statue of Liberty. Oof. Aww. Randomest New York thing that's happened to you? <laughs> this actually didn't happen to me, but happened to somebody very close to me. This um, homeless person took a shit in front of Grace Papaya on the 72nd Street and then like wiped their ass with their hand <laughs> and spread it across. <laughs> Across the wall outside. of Grace Papaya. Outside, of Grace Papaya. That's a, that's a great answer. That's a great answer. Dollar hot dogs. Okay. <laughs> Such a good story. Least favorite borough. Staten Island. Fuck that. Fuck that. Most favorite Shout borough. Shout to Staten Island. Brooklyn. Woo! Yes, sir. If you weren't a doctor, what profession would you be? Man, I thought a good amount about this because there was various points that I felt like I was like, what if I'm not good enough? Goddamn quick enough, ass et cetera, to be a doctor. You know, fuck you. Um, <laughs> I'd say within the medical field, I'd probably be a paramedic, um, but not in the medical field. I'd want to be a photojournalist. A photojournalist. Shh, photojournalist. I'm not a good med- photographer, but I think it sounds really you know interesting. You know what's funny? I know. High intensity job. You know what's High funny? High intensity, yeah. I know a guy who's yeah. a photographer. Yeah. He can show you a few things. Could he? I'll put you in touch with him. Thank you. Benny, can you get in touch with uh, M? Thanks. Uh, I don't, that's not my thing. <laughs> that's not my thing. I don't show people shit. <laughs> High intensity, yes. Uh, f- I, I have a side bet with Audrey about the answer to this, but hmm. favorite pizzeria? Oh, man. Okay, I think you're probably both going to be wrong, but Paul's Pizzeria on, I think it's like 138th and Broadway near my apartment when I was at City College. Wow. Shout out to Paul's Pizzeria. Shout out to Paul's 138th. You know what my guess was? Love you. On the low, my guess was Smiley's. Yeah. I I love Smiley's. Smiley's is the shit. But Mackenzie grew grew up near. Favorite bagel spot? Bagel Hole in Park Slope, Brooklyn. 7th Avenue, I want to say it's between like 11th and 12th. Right by me. It's like really small. I know Bagel Hole and I never the go wall. there. They're such assholes, but the bagels are so good. Huh, interesting. They're assholes. And not all of them, some of them. Is that Sorry. why they called Bagel Hole? Favorite? <laughs> Is that why? Maybe. A lot. Hey, favorite our bagels are so g- <laughs> <laughs> Our bagels are so good, we treat you like shit. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> and you'll still come back. Basically. Shout that's to Bagel a, that's a great. That's a great uh, yeah. Hi. tagline. You may Wait. have seen me. <laughs> no, this, this next bit is brought to you by Bagel Hole. Yeah. <laughs> well, we give you a bagel and an asshole. <laughs> Enjoy your experience. All right. We're going, we're going all anyway, over the spectrum. Right. Which SCT? Which SCT? Whoa. What? <laughs> I just, I thought I heard you right. And then I did hear you right. That's yeah, all. Yeah. He Go said ahead. STD. What, STD would you get if you had to have one? Which STD would you want to, if you could choose to have one, would you, would you have? <laughs> if you could choose to have one. Like, of all the STDs you, in the world. If you had to choose an STD. How about we say it like this? Nobody, <laughs> nobody wants an STD. But if I had, had to have one. one. If you had to have any STD, which one would you choose? That's a good question. Probably chlamydia if it was caught early. Chlamydia on the board. I second the chlamydia. Let me me just go through it quickly. What is chlamydia? What is chlamydia? Really? No, I'm saying for for general. The clap for the general. No, no, the the clap clap is gonorrhea. Oh. Um, Chlamydia. That doesn't make sense. Which is maybe also on the board for discussion or no not not what, the clap well yeah i mean any, anything's the, on the board for discussion for me what i said <laughs> when we questions? talked about this pregame which is i don't know when we talked about 
which STD when Ben and I were just chatting about which STD we'd prefer because I had no, we, I had no part in that we, anyone we, <laughs> we mentioned both chlamydia and gonorrhea my thinking both could be cleared up maybe with a shot and then you're done correct so both are easily treatable there's more resistance to antibiotics for gonorrhea so gonorrhea is becoming potentially more of an issue in the near future syphilis is really can be hard to diagnose and can like attack your brain so that sucks what if you miss it right and if you miss it you're fucked yeah um a lot of the others like the viral ones are not curable and so like chlamydia if you don't catch it early for women can lead to infertility scarring of like your fallopian tubes that sucks but if you're not interested in children post childbearing age or catch it early i'd say of all of those it's like one dose of an antibiotic and you're done. So if I had to have an STD, it would be chlamydia. Uh, one and done, one and done. Six degrees NYC, if you're a single human being and you want to go out on a Saturday night, do not listen to this podcast right <laughs> before you go out. No. Listen. Or do, or do. And get the chapstick and get the chapstick. you have the number or to do. call if you or need do. help. That's Use a condom and Use condoms. Latex. have safe sex. <laughs> you with so much positivity said have safe sex have safe sex was said like the same way that you'd be like there's Go no fourth and wander there's no hope with dope <laughs> this is not saved by the belt we're not pushing uh, you know uh, we are pushing it for I've had like this is not a PSA way too it's much candy PSA. Um, I got a real ass question you ready uh huh what's the fakest doctor title dermatology Oh, you mean like subspecialty? Yeah, what's like? What's like? Like well, that's, a sign, that's a sign. That's a sign for that. But you know, what if someone was like, "Oh, I'm a doctor too," and they said it to you? When would you be like, "You ain't shit." You ain't shit, and you're like, you're saying you're a doctor. Yeah, doctor. And, and does not mean doctor it has Phil. to be like the job is easy. It could also just mean like, hey, you just you don't respect them because oh, you're a plastic surgeon or you're a blah blah blah. Yeah, like, yeah. like a podiatrist, it's a foot doctor. Not that I don't respect them because there's lots of shit with feet that I don't know how to deal with but you went to school to study feet the entire time <laughs> you were in school and you think whereas, well, whereas I studied the whole body I don't know it just it's, like seems a, it's a very specific it's a very specific body part do you think all podi- there's not like a nose doctor or like that a sounds so fucked up, but doctor I mean I'm honestly I have so yeah, many is. people oh, there is. Right. there's I'm, like the ear nose and throat ENT yeah or orthopedic yeah but they but they learned about the whole body before they focused there versus <laughs> oh wait podiatrists don't have to do that no so wait, wait, really? Dermatolo- do dermatologists have to go to med yes, school? Yes, they go med to med school. school well, they do, and then they learn about the skin. Rapid but, fire but, but, question: What's the largest organ in the human body? Skin. Dermatology. <laughs> dermatology. So dermatologists. I'm about to say <laughs> that was creepy. I'm about to say you better get a ruler out. You know if we're gonna measure. But can I like organs? No, it's your skin. Don't <laughs> worry. No. Don't worry, no. lap. It's your skin. It's not a fucking organ. Well, I didn't know that, so you know, it's still a good answer. Oh, it's not. Yeah, and it's not that. It's like a penis. I like. No, wait, can I just say? I wasn't saying that. You can survive without a penis. You can. Not Maybe six you can. Six degrees <laughs> NYC. Six degrees NYC. <laughs> six degrees NYC. We're surviving here. <laughs> so, by a thread. Without penis. By a thread without a penis. By a thread. If you had to have an infection, which infection would you choose? I'm but it can't be a cold because that's like, like in there. <gasps> that's lame. Yeah, I mean, what was it? What was the answer? Uh, yeah. If you had to have an infectious disease, which infectious disease would you choose? That's not a cold. Yeah, can't be a cold. I think that's a good question. Yeah, no, rapid fire. Um, Six degrees NYC rapid fire. You take all the time you need. No, I know. We I just mean, call I'm, it rapid. I'm, for here's a message pew, from, pew, pew. And from our sponsors. Pew, and it can't pew, be pew, pew. cold. Do that. Pew, pew. Pew. That's the bougiest pew, let her, pew let her, I've ever heard. Let the woman like, pew without like any... athlete's foot count? <laughs> I don't know. You're the infectious disease doctor. Does um, athlete's John, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wait, can I interrupt? Can I interrupt? It is. Can I just interrupt for a second? Can I interrupt for a second? You're not allowed to say an infectious disease that can be cured by the least respected doctors <laughs> you mentioned 30 hey, seconds no. ago you either like a podiatrist or you don't but you can't choose athlete's foot and then say fuck podiatrist fine fair touche 
I'm not saying I'm not grateful for podiatrists. <laughs> I understand. I just want you to know, Mackenzie, that they are not going to treat you after they hear this. <laughs> But do they even treat athletes? They may not. Listen, Maybe Dwayne's re- Dwayne Reed treats athletes. Chris but. has flat feet and so does Jackson. And Chris has plantar's fasciitis. Ooh, that's not that's an rough. Infection. That's rough. I know. It's the thing that a podiatrist would need to process. And I think that Jackson might have like <laughs> early plantar's Yeah. Fasciitis. He always says his feet hurt. Can you figure that Shout out? Bedi- Shout to the hypochondriacs that Audrey's. God damn, he's fine. Not I need. A, I mean, sorry. Do you have the answer, Mackenzie, or or do I need to consult a podiatrist <laughs> for that might, one? You might need a podiatrist for that one. Damn, I picked the wrong wrong answer. Yeah. And we got a few more rapid fires. All right. If you if there was a hospital that you would like, be like, Ugh, I would never work there. What hospital would that be? I don't know if I can answer that. Good, good, good answer. Sorry. All right, <laughs> good, good answer. answer. If moving I got, on. I got some lightweight ones for you. Mets or Yankees? Mets. Giants or Jets? Giants. Knicks or Nets? Knicks. Holland or Lincoln? Hmm. Lincoln. East River or Hudson? Hudson. Audrey or Lop? What? <laughs> I can't answer that. Just say yes. Yeah, I thought she can told you it was a tie. Told you she was a tie. She can answer it. She's, she's not, just going, not to. going to. She's going to NYC where we keep ourselves. Listen, high self esteem. That's that's that is some guest host confidentiality right there that she exuded. She's really, you know, she well that's Mackenzie, her medical training, her medical ethics training and stuff. Mackenzie Fitzgerald. It has been a goddamn honor to have you on. Such an honor. Thank you for, for coming in. We really appreciate it. We may have to have you back on here. We might have a segment where you could just tell people how to fix their things. Or yeah, we, we can, can trace like your genealogy session. back to the old Fitzgeralds from the old country. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 23 and me. <laughs> we're on it. We are on it. We're going to ask you to spin the tube and we're gone. <laughs> and that's our show. Six degrees. We're out. We out. <laughs> Last word. <laughs> Sorry, I no, got the last word. No, now we're out. Okay, I can cut it. I can cut it. We're out. And we're, we're out. done. And we're done. I win. And we're good. I win. That's it. And we're out. Okay, that's it. <laughs> this um, homeless person took a shit in front of Grace Papaya on the 72nd Street and then like wiped their ass with their hand. <laughs> Alright guys, thanks for listening. Subscribe to us on iTunes and check us out on our website, sixdegrees.nyc.